Welcome to the first ever episode of Answers for Everything podcast. Today I had plans to discuss where God came from, but I've changed my mind because I want to talk a little bit about some of the confusion surrounding one of my latest books. So, yeah, hang on for that. We're going to get there. So, for those of you who do not follow me, uh, who don't follow my writing online, um, I have been working on a project called To Christians Who Say Being Gay Is Okay. Um, this is a project where I'm responding to someone's book where they have taken various parts of the Bible and twisted it to mean that being homosexual, being gay, um, that all of those things are totally fine and... Yeah, and they just try to focus the sinfulness of it on some other aspect, such as mm -hmm. slave trade, uh, prostitution, that kind of thing. So I've been working on responses to it, and it's brought up an awful lot of attention from the LGBTQ community, uh, which makes sense because, you know, they have been attacked by a lot of people, and I'm not blaming them in any way for feeling that way. Um, but I just wanted to be very, very clear that I'm not actually writing this for the homosexuals. I'm not writing this for that community. Um, in fact, I don't even want to get mixed up in that discussion because I think it's really just a losing matter and, you know, people can do what they want. I believe in free will. Uh, I don't have to agree with them. I still don't think that it's very good for them or for the community, but they can do what they want. You know, it's it's up to the government how they want to handle that, and I'm going to love them anyway. I'm still going to do everything I can to make sure that they're treated with respect and with uh, a lot of love. But, that being said, um, I can't stay silent about what the Bible actually says. Uh, so, you know, I'm not directing it at them. I actually would even prefer that if they don't, if it's not something that they can read and understand my heart behind, I actually prefer that they just don't read it. So, the thing is that we're not supposed to judge people outside of the church. We're not supposed to uh, point out the sins of the world. That's not our job. Our job is to work within the church, within the believers. So, when I'm talking about uh, being gay being a sin, I'm not saying I'm not saying it to the world. I'm not saying it to the people outside of the religious community. I'm saying it to the people on the inside. And I'm not saying it out of, like, an I'm better than you or anything like that. I believe that every sin is equal in God's eyes, and so we are all equal, right? There's no sin is different from the other in that area. So... It's sad. I mean, it's it's really, really sad that this conversation even has to exist, that this fight even has to exist. Uh, like, we are just pulling ourselves apart by constantly battling over who's right, who's wrong. Like, it really doesn't matter that much. Um, I'm going to be clear about this. We need to be well aware of what's right and what's wrong, but what is more important is that we love people. And, you know, the Bible says that so, so many times, is that it's by our love that people are going to change. It's by our love that their eyes are going to be opened, that their hearts will be softened. 
So when we are just focused so much on telling people that they're wrong and telling people, even saying that there's a better way, uh, that doesn't that doesn't show them that there's love. That doesn't. It just makes them feel like we see them as inferior and flawed human beings. And we need to really step up to the plate to show these people that we actually love them. And that can mean that we have to actually ignore the things that we disagree on. We have to actually sometimes just set those differences aside and actually just focus on getting to know the person that we're talking to and find some common ground, you know, like... We need to let them know that we're actually humans just like them and we see them as exactly the same as us. We don't see them as flawed, we don't see them as broken, and we don't see them as these bad human beings that that society has actually very often told them that they are. We need to actually move the conversation and switch it over to focusing on loving them and on celebrating the things that we hold in common. You know, I believe both sides want people to have freedom. I believe both sides want people to be able to express themselves. I believe both sides want to lower the suicide rates and want to help people with depression. So why can't we focus instead on the things that we have in common? And then, you know, from there, from a common ground, we can start to untangle the mess of different ideas. And we don't even have to agree. We really don't. I believe that people who think being homosexual is okay, I believe that there is still a chance for them to go to heaven because I believe God judges people based off of what they know, what they do with what they know, the morals, the the heart behind what they did with what they know, and their heart, basically. So, you know, if you think about it, God... He was willing to die because he didn't want to be without us. That's why he died. It wasn't just to save us from our sin. It wasn't just uh, to stop us from hurting ourselves so much. It was because he wanted us to be with him for eternity. That's the heart of it. And I believe that a God who is willing to go that far is willing to also have mercy on people who struggle with homosexuality. So... That is one thing that I think the Christian side definitely can stand to hear, and we need to really let go of our pride on this one. Uh, pride is just, that is what's holding us back from being able to love these people. Another angle that I think a lot of Christians miss is the fact that homosexuality is probably, I mean, I'm not going to say definitely, because there are some studies done on um, the brains of homosexuals and, you know, there is proof that their brains are different, but I don't believe that it actually is a condition people are born with. Um, I mean, it can definitely be influenced by certain genetic traits and it can definitely be influenced by personality. Um, but I believe that homosexuality and gender dysphoria, uh, those are things that I believe develop over childhood. And, you know, the reason that I can ignore the brain scans is because those are only done once you know that that person is a homosexual, once you know that that person uh, struggles with gender dysphoria. So we don't actually know what their brains looked like as a newborn baby. 
So we really can't uh, claim that they were born that way. Um, and it is proven scientifically that trauma and experience, that those things actually do change the shape of our brains. They change the neural paths that our brains follow. So I believe that you can teach a person to be homosexual. You can teach a person to have gender dysphoria. Um, and I believe that if you can find the root of what caused them to feel that way, um, usually it's alienation. Uh, that's what causes a lot of gender dysphoria, um, as far as I've researched. Uh, so if you find the cause of it, if you find the times where they felt like they were alienated, like they didn't fit in, um, and you work through those things with them, you work through those memories with them, um, not focused at all on trying to change their gender dysphoria or trying to change homosexuality. That's not the focus of this. The focus is the trauma. The focus is those feelings that they've been dealing with um, that, you know, it's just like everybody else. Everybody has things that they could really stand to work through that they could really benefit from dealing with, that they could benefit from looking at, from studying, from, you know, processing the feelings properly and hearing truth about the lies that they were taught. Um, and I believe that if we did that more with people who struggle with who they are, people who struggle with feeling like they're in the wrong body, like they're, they don't fit in with their with the gender that they were born as, if they, you know, if they don't feel like the rest of society, then we need to actually focus on, well, what makes them feel that way? What is making them feel like they don't fit in? And I believe that, you know, if we do that, if we help them with that and help ourselves, I believe probably there's a lot more people out there who are struggling with this than what we realize. They just stay silent because they don't want to be one of those, they don't want to be out there and, you know, be known for this. So I believe if we are more sensitive to it, we focus more on dealing with just the traumas of it. You know, don't, don't focus so much on whether it's right or wrong. Just focus on the feelings behind it. Where are those feelings coming from? Um, I believe that we can help a lot, lot of people to find freedom from their past and you know, if they don't want to be part of the LGBTQ community, as I've actually heard quite a few people feel that way, um, I think probably like 80%, just off the top of my head, probably like 80% of people who struggle with those feelings don't want to. They wish that they could just, you know, be the way that most people are. And, um... So I believe that if we are more sensitive to it, we try to help them out, you know, we focus on dealing with traumas rather than on what's right and what's wrong, I believe that there can be a lot of people who can be healed. And, you know, if if they don't want to, if they would really rather just go for the whole homosexual and, you know, whatever, if they want to change their gender, if that's what they want, you know, go for it. I'm not going to bother fighting them. They can do what they want. But I'm just wishing and advocating for a second option for people who would actually prefer to heal from whatever they're dealing with, who pe from people who 
would really prefer to fit in with the majority of society, um, yeah, I believe that we should have that option. And yeah, it's all about free free will, really. Like it's not it's not about changing them. It's not about you know who's right, who's wrong. I just wish that we could help them deal with whatever struggles they've got. So I think that probably clears up just about all the confusion that has been going on um, surrounding this book. So thank you to everybody who's been supporting it. And um, yeah, if you haven't checked that out already, please do so. Uh, I believe pretty much everybody who's going to be on here already knows where to find that. But in the future, I will be making it more publicly available to those who are not from the same community. Um, Yeah, so thank you for everyone who has been listening to this, and next week we will be discussing some other questions, like what was promised. Uh, We'll be discussing where God came from, um, why evil has to exist, and yeah, any other questions that you guys send me. So thanks again. God bless.